You're listening to WAMTAS, the only podcast on the internet that takes comedy seriously. Thanks for listening to WAMTAT. Hey, hey, welcome to WAMTAT. It's me, your host, Waffles. And that's right, this is the only show on the internet that is 100% dedicated to milk. What is it? Why is it? Why do people drink it? Why do people make it? Why do people sell it? Why do people buy it? Why do people put it in cakes? All these and more shall hopefully be answered by the end of this episode. But you know I've been doing this show for years now, and we're not even close to understanding milk in its fullness, right? The first 50 episodes, if you remember, if you've gone back and listened to those, or if this is your first episode, hi, welcome, I'm Waffles. This show is legitimately 100% about milk. Keep listening, all of the milk facts coming your way. Milk mustaches. Why not grow a mustache and just bleach it? Why embed strings of milk into your face to give the illusion of a mustache? It doesn't make sense, but psychologically, it's a phenomenon. Keep listening to the show. I swear it gets better. Milk. All about milk. That's the premise of the show. Did I just drink far too much milk today and have milk on the brain? Can milk even get into your brain? I don't know. Am I having a stroke right now? Have I drunk too much milk? Have I not drunk enough milk? Different types of milk. Do you have to squeeze the cow in order to get milk? Does the cow die? Am I stealing milk from children by drinking milk? Do children drink enough milk? Are they drinking too much milk? Am I asking too many milk-related questions? Am I not asking enough milk-related questions? All these and more we shall be exploring in the show. But as you know, the first 50 episodes of the show, going into the deep chemical analysis of milk, molecule by molecule, atom by atom subatomic particle by subatomic particle by this stage if you've been listening to the to the whole episode you have to the whole series right you have both a phd in physics and chemistry now we're getting into biology right milk what is it it comes from cows only cows no it comes from anything mammalian in fact mammalian means milk alien right? Mammalians are believed to have come from another planet bringing milk with them. What planet? We don't know. This is one of the deep mysteries of space science, right? Which we will get into the future. So not only will you have a PhD in physics, chemistry, biology, but also astrophysics as well, right? We go in there, but eventually not this. This episode, all about mammalians, right? Milk Aliens, where did they come from? Where did they go? We do not know the answer to these questions just yet, but we do have speculation and hype. Welcome to the show all about milk. Right. So now that was the introduction out of the way. Cool. So for any new listeners, you're all caught up and you all know what's happening. Awesome. For any of your old heads, I'm sorry that we had to do that spiel, but you know at the beginning of episode, I got to do the spiel because it helps me get into the rhythm right? Milk. What is it? It's a white liquidy substance. Cool. We know that much. Does it have calcium in it? Some of it does. Some of it doesn't. Does it always come from cows? No. Sometimes we milk almonds and get the almond milk. Is is an almond a mammal? Maybe. It's, It's one of those border cases, right? Mammals. What are they? Milk aliens from the planet? Don't know. Let's get into it. From an 
archaeological perspective, milk has been around since the beginning of time. You know the Milky Way, right? That's remnants of the Big Bang, right? They believe that the Big Bang went just boom right at the beginning of time and knocked over a milk bucket. That milk bucket then continued to expand and now is now the Milky Way galaxy that we live in. Do mammals come from the Milky Way? We suspect so. We believe that some of that early milk remnants from the beginning of the early universe, right, somehow made its way into the DNA of life itself, that without early milk, we wouldn't have life. Now, we've looked at other non-milk-based life forms, and we're not quite sure where the early DNA from them came from, right? This is a phenomenon called panspermia, where we believe that the essence, the life force, the amino acids and DNA needed to make mammals came from the early universe, like some protoplanet that first developed around one of the first stars, that life, some of the earliest life we suspect in the universe was milk-based. Right? On Earth, most life is carbon-based, but not mammals. Mammals are milk-based life. Why else would they be called milk aliens? Right? Why would they be mammalian, milk alien, if not being based on milk? Their entire biology, right, down to the cellular structure, is milk. But, right, this is the weird thing, right? Not all of it is cow's milk. Some of it's almond milk, some of it's oat milk, some of it's coconut milk. And this is the really, really, really weird stuff. Sometimes. It's soy milk. And we're not quite sure why. We're not quite sure why certain mammalian life forms, like, uh, let's take the uh, kangaroo, for example. The kangaroo is a soy-based life form. It's a soy milk-based life form. But its closest living relative, the wombat, it's an oat milk-based life form. Now, where did they divide? In the, in the early uh, life, we don't know. We don't know why uh, some of the non-placental mammals, uh, you know, why echidnas happen, happen to be uh, coconut milk based. Uh, but uh, you look at the platypus. Now, the platypus is one of those weird animals that is both milk based, but also egg based. You can't make a platypus Without milk and eggs, they are, they are the custard of life. If you took custard and you put it into a lab and you just ran like a billion volts through it and you got very, 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 very lucky, you might just make a platypus. They're the only animal on the planet that we found that is both milk-based and egg-based, right? There are other egg-based life forms out there, reptiles and birds. They're all egg-based. You go down, there's like little eggs and then their DNA, little eggs making a, like, the cells are all made of eggs, right? Uh, you got little, the little yolks and the embryos and everything. So there's egg-based life forms. The platypus, for whatever, well, I think that's why it's got a beak, right? No other mammals have beaks except the platypus, and this is because they're this weird fusion of being a milk-based life form and an egg-based life form. And this isn't, this isn't as a lot of people believe, 
because they produce both eggs and milk, right? And you could make, hypothetically speaking, your own custard out of the excretions of a platypus, right? But no, 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 my friend, right? It's got nothing to do with it. That's a weird side tension. I don't even know why you brought that up, right? They're the, they're the only life form that, are, that is egg-based and milk-based from a genetic level. Now, this is weird. We're not quite sure how this happened. We think there might have been some weird crossbreeding in very early life. There is some some stem platypuses, some protoplatypuses, like a protopus, if, if you will, that we found the ancient archaeological fossil record of. And that fossil has remnants of both milk-based and egg-based life. And a lot of people thought this was a hoax. A lot of people thought that this was just like a bird fossil and like a rat fossil that somebody had just smushed together. But no, we, we, did, we did the tests. We had a look at them and it's like, no, this is one creature. And this creature is very clearly egg-based and milk-based. And we're not quite sure why. We're not quite sure how it happened. We're still, we're still running tests. This is one of the greatest mysteries of science. Right? There is, of, of course, the, the Platy Awards, which is like a million-dollar prize. If you can figure out how the platypus is both egg-based and milk-based at the same time, right? I mean, this is the thing. We've tried genetic splicing. We've tried in labs taking milk-based DNA and egg-based DNA and, and fusing them into a single organism, and none of them have ever been viable. But why the platypus is viable, we don't know. Theoretically speaking, hypothetically speaking, sociologically speaking, it should not be possible. We all know that egg-based and milk-based life just don't get along, right? When was the last time you ever saw a cow and a bird hanging out and having fun? Never. It doesn't exist. It's this, this weird, weird blank space in biology where the, they two just do not overlap. Birds... And, and mammals just don't get along. Somehow, somehow, we're not quite sure how. We think maybe there might have been some yield ancient sexy music going on, right? And, and a, a, a beaver looked over across its pond and saw a duck. And there was this bit of little bow, wow, wow, going on in the background. We're not quite sure why. We think maybe there were some crickets messing around with some reeds, right? We think maybe the wind was just whistling through through the trees just at the right resonance. We're not quite sure how. This is all just theory and hypothesis. If everyone could ever actually find, like, uh, the fossilized remains of an ancient beaver breeding with an ancient duck, both creatures of course famously never get along of course we're not going to get into the the beaver duck war right that's not something that this that's way beyond the scope of this podcast maybe like episode 10,000 I might finally touch on the on the beaver duck war somehow they Romeo and Julieted it somehow a beaver and a duck we, we're not even sure if a platypus is a, a crossbreed of a beaver and a duck. That's just the theory. But that, that's, that's how little we know about platypus biology and, and the evolution of, of platypi. Is that they just showed up in the fossil record one day like, Hello, I'm an abomination. I shouldn't exist, but here I am. And we've been baffled ever since. Right? 
so that's that's the exception that proves the rule if if you're catching my meaning about milk-based life and and just the weirdness of milk-based life and you don't even believe it but you if you're listening to this if you've got the comprehensive skills to be listening to this podcast i'm just going to blow your little mind right now you're a milk-based life if you take a microscope and do this at home because we all we've all got our WAMTAT branded at home microscopes. Go out, get your microscope ready. I'll wait. Don't worry. I'll, I'll run an ad while you go and get your microscope. Pew, 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 pew. This episode is brought to you by Oxygen. Breathe or you'll die. Use the code. Please don't kill me, Mr. Weird Podcaster Man, by sucking the oxygen out of my room. For 20% more oxygen from your order of oxygen. That's Wamtat brand oxygen. The only oxygen you'll ever need to breathe. So use use code, please don't kill me, weird podcaster guy, to get 20% more pod, more oxygen, which is our new brand of podcast oxygen. The only oxygen that you'll ever need to breathe while listening to podcasts. Have you been listening to podcasts and been like, this podcast is taking my breath away? That's actually not good. We recommend breathing to sustain life. So get oxygen and listen while breathing. Poxygen. So use code, please don't kill me, for 20% more oxygen when you order through the website. That's www.bipoxygen.com, spelt as it's said. Pew, 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 pew. And we're back from commercials. So by this stage, hopefully you should have had at hand your ready-made WAMTAT brand microscope. Take that microscope, get it all set up. You, you should already have it set up. We do this like at least once every two episodes. Now, get a bit of skin cells. Right now, your skin is covered by skin cells. Just find what get your favorite finger and just get the tweezers and just extract a single uh, little, a little bit of skin cells. Right, set them up on, on the observation slides and put them under. Right, make sure to turn the light on. Now, look, now I want you to go to a million times zoom. Right now, usually, usually for this show, we only do about anywhere between ten and a hundred. But no, just crank it all the way up. These these are high quality microscopes, right? These are atomic microscopes. Now, how how we could fit an atomic microscope in your pocket? That's a Wamtat secret. Now, that's that's a trade secret. We're not ever going to tell you that. But get your microscope, crank it up to a million, right? Now, what you should be seeing should be blowing your little mind because these should be milk pails. Right, you should see your skin is made of little pails of milk. Right? Now that that, that little pail, that's just your basic iron iron, maybe steel, depending on how rich you are, pale. Right? This this is the thing, of course, we can tell uh, somebody's natural wealth um by what kind of pale uh their their skin cell is is made of. Uh there are some people of course that use clay pails or, or, or wooden pails but they're peasants and we do not we do not associate them we are a, a high quality podcast here so we're looking for tin or better right so if you're if you have just zoomed in a million times and you've somehow managed to afford the microscope but you're seeing a clay or a wooden pail full of milk get out of here 
I don't want you listening to this. You, 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 you poor povo, whatever. Just poof, get out of here. Go, go run a dirt farm or, or something like that. Clearly, you're just of a of a bad breeding stock. Just ugh, ugh, I'm just. I feel dirty thinking about it. Right now, on the other scale, if you've got like a gold or a platinum pail of of milk. And you'll probably see like a little a little side dish of caviar beside it, right? Because of course, for the ultra elite wealthy, uh, you know they're they're not only milk based life but uh, caviar based life. And now some of you, some of you might be like, waffles. You just said all this stuff about the platypus being you know milk and egg based, and caviar is a type of egg. And I will say the no 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 new because caviar. Is, is not just any old egg. It's the finest of dining. And of course, would not be anyway associated with the common egg of the platypus. No, the, the caviar is, is a refined, delicate egg that of course can stand above being an egg and become an uh, decadence. So it's no longer an egg. It's a, it's a fine... A fine entree, a an 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 emouche-bouche, as it were, an aperitif, not an egg. So none of you, no, I don't want any of you writing into the show or leaving comments or reviews. I don't want, I do not want to be reading a one-star review saying one star. Waffles thinks caviar is made of eggs because no, 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 my friend, caviar is not eggs. It's it's better than eggs. So if you're if you're looking through your WAMTAP brand microscope and you're seeing a platinum jewel-encrusted pail with a side dish of caviar, you're too fancy for this podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for having wasted your time. Uh, you, you, you deserve to be doing better things like sailing around the Seychelles and I, I don't know what rich people do something about yachts and tax evasion um yeah go keep keep avoiding taxes because we all know that the wealth of of the of the wealthiest upper class elites should not be tarnished uh by having to pay for public utilities no they have to they have to use that wealth to generate more wealth otherwise all the wealth would run out if if wealthy people aren't generating more wealth, then where does the wealth come from? But that's got nothing to do with milk, right? So what we're looking for is if you have a tin or steel pail, maybe uh, maybe there's a, a bit of cheese on the side, maybe a few crackers. I don't know. It depends on, on your ancestry. Then you're milk-based, right? And you, you're the right caliber of person to be listening to this show and and so that's that is proof that's evidence you you just did a science well done for you you just did a science all up in this biz uh, and and you proved that you're a milk-based life form you you're a mammalian you're a milk alien you you came from another planet theoretically speaking we're not sure if if milk originated on Earth or not. There is, of course, the theory 
that Earth is the centre of the universe? And Copernicus just got it wrong? Uh, we're not sure. Um, but this is beyond the scope of this podcast at this stage. As I said, we will be getting into all that later on. However, of course, we're still talking about the, the fossil record and milk in the fossil record. And of course, that is, of course, how we can identify mammalian fossils from the fossils of other lesser life forms, is this microscope analysis. Yes, you get a shaving of of the bone, you get a shaving of the fossil, you you slice it extremely thin, you put it under the microscope, you wind it to like a million times zoom, you look there and you should find little fossilized milk pails, right? And at this stage, we can't really tell the caliber of the pail because it's all been fossilized and they're all stone, right? Because that's how fossilization works is the milk is all emptied out and the pail is uh, gotten rid of and replaced by a stone pail and thus the entire creature is turned to stone in the process of fossilization. This takes, of course, billions of years. But that's how we, we can tell if if a creature from the fossil record is mammalian or not by by this process other other fossils you go and you look at there's no milk pails uh, there might be some eggs and then we know that's like an egg based unit life form there might be like um a sausage and mash in which case well that's just that's just a good dinner life form right uh sometimes sometimes there'll be like muesli based life forms and you'll get like little oats and, and berries. Now this is, of course, you got to be very careful with muesli-based life form because of the oats. That sometimes they can be confused with an oat milk-based life form. Which, of course, uh, you, you've got to be very, very careful not to confuse oat milk with muesli. Because they both got oats in it. Uh, but muesli has like oats and nuts and seeds and in fruit and dried fruits and things like that. Right now, if there's chocolate in it, then it's a scroggin, not a muesli. Right, and that's a scroggin-based life form, which is very, very different. Right, so it's it's biology is one of those like very complicated subjects, and especially uh, you know your ancient biology, like when like your paleo paleolithic biology. Right, when you're studying the old biologies, you gotta be very, very careful because like there's a lot of life forms that are very similar. Like, we think that Scroggin and muesli based life forms came from a common ancestor. We think they came from, like, a porridge-based ancestor. And, of course, we have found porridge life forms in the fossil records. Unfortunately, there aren't any porridge-based life forms that are still alive today. They all went extinct some time ago. However, of course, we think that their descendants are, uh, you know, either Scroggin or muesli based life forms but not oat milk based life forms as some people theorized however we have of course done genetic analysis and found that the oat milk based life forms are of course more closely related to your soy oat and almond based life forms which are of course all within the subclade of milk based life forms now of course what we have been talking about is a lot of uh, dairy milk based life forms but uh what you don't realize is that there's also things like uh goat milk based life forms as well uh, or yak milk or uh, llama milk uh, the you know any any uh, mammalian creature that is alive today will have an 
have a corresponding organism that its milk is the substrate of, right? Now, we haven't yet found a human milk-based life form yet, and we're not quite sure why. This seems to be one of those weird gaps in the fossil record, right? We've looked back at all the hominids, and there are no hominid milk, milk, let me get this right, there are no hominid, hominid milk-based life forms out there yet. We think maybe that's because humans are very conservative with our milk, that we, we, we take our milk and we're like, this milk is only for babies, right? Whereas other creatures will just spill their milk wherever. They'll just be walking around and being like, a little bit of milk there, and a little bit of milk there, just like sloshing their milk all over the shop, right? And so we think then that milk gets absorbed into the biosphere and eventually life evolves out of the milk and becomes mammalian life, right? That is the leading theory on how mammalian life evolves on this planet. However, hominids, we believe the evolution of hominid, which of course is a dairy milk-based life form, unless you're not, uh, there are of course oat, almonds, soy, coconuts, other uh, hominids, you know, that, that are based off, uh, off the non-dairy milks. Uh, however, they are rare uh, and often live in very isolated communities, but they do exist, right? So this is me acknowledging that, you know, oat milk, oat milk-based life forms can be hominids as well, right? So that's none of you coming at me with that, right? I don't want to have any reviews saying uh, one star waffles doesn't think that oat, oat people exist. No, oat people are out there. They're grand people. Some of my best friends are oat built. Our oat milk based, right? Nothing wrong with that. All those prohibitive of laws saying, you know, for dairy people only, that's just fucking bullshit, right? I don't get political on the show, but I will say that discriminating, discriminating against people solely because their DNA is non-dairy based, like that's just fucking bullshit, right? I think hopefully it's a progressive enough audience that we can all just agree on that, right? That when you walk into an establishment and they say no soy is allowed, like fucking bullshit with that, right? I, I, you know, we should boycott those those industries and any politician that is is spewing that that hate speech about dairy only, just like fuck off with that shit, right? I don't like to swear on this show. I don't like to get political, but that just really gets me going. So humans. I don't know, if we do want a life form based after us, maybe we should start, you know, sowing our milk a bit. You know, I know it's a it's a metaphor to sow your wild milk. Maybe we should be doing it literally. Maybe maybe we should be going out and being like, oh, there's a there's an empty patch of soil right there. I'll just squeeze a bit of milk into it. You know? Um I'm 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 just a, a science communicator. I'm not a policymaker, but I think, you know, maybe that's the change we need to see in the world. Maybe, maybe uh, if we really want to see the next step forward in evolution, as, as a lot of people think that we're like the end of evolution, but we're not, we're just part of the chain. If we want to see the next form, we got to be sowing our milk, right? And I know that's a controversial opinion. 
I know, I know I'm probably going to get slammed. I see, I don't mind reading one-star reviews based on that. Uh, waffles think we should be spilling our milk everywhere one-star, right? I don't mind. Like, honestly, you hit me with that. I'm going to, I will cop that, right? I know other podcasters and YouTubers and things like that are going to be reacting to this and being all like, oh, did you hear the stupid thing that Waffles said, right? I, I will cop that, but I think, I, I think, like, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Somebody go out there, start... See, we don't know until we know, right? We've got to be spreading our milk. We'll spread our milk. We'll see what evolves. Because we all know that evolution is a very, very quick process, right? Just get an empty patch of soil, right? Lock it up. Start putting some human milk into it. See what comes out. Because I guarantee you, what comes out will probably be more intelligent... Uh, you know, actually better able to to adapt to the planet than we are. Probably have some good policy policy decisions, right? I would vote for them. If if you go out there and you evolve the next step in human evolution with a hominid based life form, right? I would vote for it. You want to get my vote? You got to do that, right? And I just think it would it would be pretty neat, a pretty cool scientific experiment. Uh, anyways, that's the show. That's as much time that I've got based on. Uh, so remember, uh, drink water and breathe oxygen. That'll keep you alive. Uh, I know, once again, controversial opinions. Some people think that we should be breathing xenon, but they, that'll kill you. Um, and some people think like, oh, you know, we shouldn't be drinking water. Um, but then you get thirsty. And we should be thinking about that, right? And then you're like, oh, what if we drink something that isn't water? Guarantee, whatever you're drinking, it's water-based. Right, that's a water-based life form that you're drinking, so just think about that. Uh, so big, big special thank you uh, to the sponsors of the show today. Uh, of course, we got um, Brad from the uh, Fate of Ison podcast, uh, who is, of course, a creamy, delicious oat milk latte. So mwah, yum, yum, yum. Thank you very much. Uh, we got, of course, uh, Jasha Drake, who is a uh, a good soy lime milkshake. Just mmm. Yummy in my in my tummy. Uh, we of course have Violet, who is a mint and cacao coconut smoothie. Mmm, just yum, especially on a on a hot day and you want something refreshing. Mmm, that's mmm, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Uh, we got Rick from the Jeff and Rick present, which of course is a lovely glass of just chocolate milk from a chocolate cow. You feed a cow some chocolate, you get some chocolate milk out of it. It's just mm, delicious, yummy. Yes, please give it to me. We got Samsara from Gamers ADHD, which is, of course, just, you know what? It's just a shot of pure soy milk extract. You get some soy, you refine it down to its just purest essence. You just, you skull that back and mm, there's just that, that hit of energy that you need. And of course, we have uh, Michelle Gersh, which is, of course, mm, just a, a lovely glass of yogurt, which has been made from the freshest, most delicious milk left on the counter overnight with a few berries in it mixed in together and just mm, delicious for your breakfast. Thank you, all of you, for sponsoring the show. I could seriously, legitimately could not do it without you. 
uh, and uh, come back next week for more milk-based content where we will be exploring the further mysteries of milk. What is it? Why is it? Who was it? Ah, that's a, that's a surprising one uh, that we might get into next week. Uh, but anyways, that has been the show. Thank you for listening. I love each and every one of you. Goodbye. Pew, 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 pew.